Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, I am chatting with Kayla all about self-limiting beliefs and self-sabotaging behaviors. And coming from personal experience, I've been there. I think it's safe to say pretty much all of us have been at one point or another. So we are going to talk about working through these, overcoming them, and just developing strategies so we can really start thriving as moms, as business owners, as all of the amazing roles we play in our lives. So with that being said, Kayla, I'm so excited to have you here today. Welcome in. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. This is one of my most favorite topics to talk about. So I'm excited to dive in with you. Oh, me too. So before we dive in though, tell us more about yourself, who you are and what you do. Yes. Okay. So my name is Kayla and I am a business and mindset coach. So I really focus on helping women get to the root of what is really pulling them back from a higher level of success that they're looking for. And so oftentimes we think that we have this great idea and this big plan, and then we get frustrated and we create so many barriers for ourselves to be able to get there. So that's what I help um, women do. So I work directly with female entrepreneurs to get to that next level and really focus on that mindset and those deep, deep, deep inner thoughts and those sub subconscious behaviors and actions that we take. And then in addition to that, and more importantly, I am a mom of four and with those four children, we also homeschool. And so I have built this really th- thriving and successful business while having my kids at home by creating this life that I've always dreamed of and not giving up on myself. So it's kind of like that all encompassing thing that I always love to share because for kids, right at home all the time, right. Doing an online business, like how, and it really comes down to mindset, right? Like we talked about before that mindset is crucial for that success. So, oh my gosh, I love it because you are proof that it is possible. It is possible to build a life that you dream and desire, but you have to really work through some things. You have to get through those subconscious beliefs and get to the root cause, which is amazing because so many times I think we're like in reactive mode, just trying to put a bandaid on it and trying to figure out how we're going to survive the next day. But I love how you're really working through those beliefs and addressing the root of it all. So amazing. Yeah. Oh, oh, thank so you. Good. Yes. So what are some of the most common barriers that you see your clients coming up against day after day? Yeah. So I think some of the really common barriers um, are the fear of judgment, right? So just really feeling like they're being criticized from every single angle and just feeling that constantly. And then they're putting that on themselves and it becomes this big overwhelm and a big barrier for, um, mainly visibility, right? It shows up a lot of other places, but the big glaring sign is visibility, right? Being seen, putting yourself out there. And then in addition to that, it's, um, a lot of fear of outcome. So this could be fear of success or failure, 
right? So what's going to happen if I fail? But then also what's going to happen if I succeed? Now, what do I do with my success? Now who watches my kids? Now who makes dinner? Now who does all these other things? How do I manage success? And those are those big things. And then just self-sabotaging behaviors in general that we're unaware of, but those are usually individualized for each person. But I always like to say it's a lot of um, the same thing, just different package, right? It's just yeah. different form of what you're coming to me with all of your baggage um, and different life experiences that lead up to that moment. But I would say those are really those highlights for what most people are experiencing that hold them back. Oh, definitely. Because the fear of judgment is huge because yeah. I think, you know, just in society, we don't want to stand out. We, we want to be accepted. We want to fit in, but in this noisy world, we do have to stand out and really move through that in order to gain visibility of the amazing services that we provide to our clients, the amazing products that we have. So how do you help your clients work through that fear of judgment. Where do you yeah. start? So one of the things that I always tell my clients, which is quite the slap in the face, but I do it with love. And I always tell them, nobody cares about you. Right. right? And I mean that with love, but nobody really cares. They don't care what you're doing. And so people are like, but they're talking about me. And what I always like to highlight and help people wrap around in their brains is that it's not about you and it's everything to do with them. So if you're loud and you're putting yourself out there and they have something to criticize, it's likely because you're that mirror for them that's showing them that they either want to be really, really loud and out there, or they maybe are loud and out there and they've been shamed for it. So either way, it's not about you. It's about them. So no matter what that looks like, when we recognize that even if someone is looking at us right in the face and telling us these things that feel directly about us, they're not, it's about them. And we can separate from that and we can recognize that we actually are the ones judging ourselves because another side to that is oftentimes we don't want to be too loud or we don't want to be too much or we don't want to be too this and so then we show up as those things we just said we didn't want to be and boom, judgment, it just immediately clicks. And so then how do we pull ourselves back from that? So when we recognize that judgment, it's coming from ourselves. And then what we feel is judgment and criticism from somebody else is just simply their own mirror. Then we can start to create that separation and understanding and we have much more courage to show up. Oh, I love it because yeah, people are not paying as much attention as we'd like to yeah. think that they are. We get in our heads and I feel like we, we hold ourselves back and we play small because of that, because of that yeah. fear of judgment. But mm -hmm. that's a beautiful reframe that, you know, it's not about you. It's about them. It's about the stories they're telling themselves. Maybe it's coming from a place where, you know, they're jealous of your success and because that's what they desire. Mm -hmm. But once you learn to really detach from that and know that, okay, their perception of you means nothing about you yeah. as a person. It's all about them mm -hmm. and how they're perceiving that reality. Yes. Yeah. That right there is powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a big reframe and it's hard for people to wrap our mind around because even in like um, personal development, we talk a lot about like how we show up, how we're seen, how other people are perceiving us. And so then that still gets in our mind that mm -hmm. we have to be a certain way and then we have control of however somebody perceives us. And that is not the case at all. 
right? You can show up however you want and you have no control over how someone's going to perceive you and what you're, how you're presented in their reality. And so all you can do is show up authentic. And if you don't know how that coin's going to fall, then might as well be doing it your own way, right? Might as well be doing that in a way that is comfortable and joyous and you live and it feels congruent with you. Yeah. Cause when you start showing up authentically, it just makes things easier because now you're not trying to fit a certain mold of something you're yeah. not. You're just truly embracing yourself, good, bad, flaws, imperfections, all of it. And it's yeah. such a beautiful thing when you just shed those, those beliefs and those thoughts that we've told ourselves for so long, because you're right. We have no control over how others are viewing us. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And two, I love how you talk about, you know, we first have to become aware of it. We have to become aware of these, these self-sabotaging stories and beliefs and behaviors. Because awareness is the only way to begin to change something. So what are some common self-sabotaging behaviors that you see your clients making? Yeah, I love that because of what up. we just talked about. Yeah, I was like, I love that you bring that up. Awareness is actually one of the biggest self-sabotaging behaviors is because what happens is people don't want to be aware, right? They don't want to look inward. So they stay on the surface level and it becomes a lot easier to be about you, Amy, not liking me, Kayla, right? It becomes a lot easier versus going a little bit deeper and thinking, why am I reflecting that on her? And why do I feel that way about myself? Why do I not like that about myself? That's a lot. That, that feels like mm -hmm. a lot for people to do that inward work. So the lack of awareness is probably one of the biggest highlights that hold people back. That's a big barrier. Um, we're not taught that. I don't feel like as a society, we're taught to be deeply reflective. We're taught to always be thinking about others and giving and serving. And it's not about us, which then becomes a big problem because nothing cannot be about us. We are literally the center of our own universes. And so if we're not in check with that, then we don't know how we're showing up. We don't know how we're serving. We don't know what's congruent to us. And right. so we can just be this and that and this and that. And it feels so off kilter all the time because we're not even sure what on kilter is. And so I think that's a huge, huge barrier and self-sabotaging behavior that people have is the lack of self-reflection and personal responsibility. Yeah. Oh, I could not agree more. And it's uncomfortable doing the inner work. And I think sometimes because it's uncomfortable, we avoid it. We don't want to experience discomfort. That's just, you know, a basic human need. It's our brain's way of keeping us safe. And yeah. I mean, I, I myself, I know that I'm a recovering people pleaser. So it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to dig in there and it doesn't mm -hmm. feel good. Yeah. But when you take the time to do that, Oh, it's powerful. Some yeah. really amazing things start to happen. Absolutely. And the paradox with that is actually you're not comfortable where you're at now either. Right. right? It's just familiar. Right. Mm -hmm. So we have this idea that, oh my gosh, if I get deep, it's going to be really uncomfortable. And then I always ask my clients, I'm like, are you comfortable now? Like, do you like what's happening? Do you like what you're experiencing? Do you like that feeling of feeling judged all the time? Well, absolutely not. So why not just step into a new discomfort, right? Like you're not comfortable now. So what's the, there's no bad, right? You're just yeah. stepping into something else until that becomes familiar. 
that's why I always challenge the term your comfort zone because nobody's ever comfortable or they wouldn't want to get out of there. It's just a familiar zone, right? You're just familiar with the current amount of discomfort that you have. And when you step out of that, oh, that's, you're right. That's where power happens. That's where things shift. I love how you call it the familiar zone. And I really feel like this is a lot of the reason so many people, myself included, I stayed in a job that no longer served me for years, 15 years at the same facility because I was just, it was familiar. I yeah. I wasn't happy, but I knew what each day was going to bring. I knew what to expect. But in stepping outside of that familiar zone, whoo. There's a whole nother world out there. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of power in that choice. Yeah, exactly. And it's not easy and it's not easy. And it's, it's by doing the inner work and by taking the time to really get clear Mm. on that and figuring out where am I, am I holding myself back? The, the possibilities really opened up. Have you ever experienced anything like that yourself? Yeah. For myself. I have, I'm the, I'm a book over self-sabotage, right? Like, I mean, we could be here for hours talking about it and which is why I am an expert in it. Right. And so for me personally, what I would do with my self-sabotaging behaviors is I would get some success and I was the one of what am I supposed to do with it now? Right. Right. So then I would find any reason, whether it be my children or time or my health to say, this isn't right for me. This isn't the right moment. Right. And then I would just pull myself back and it came from a deep seated belief that I wasn't capable of success. So what happened when I tasted it was, oh, that's not meant for me. That's meant for somebody else. So what can I do to sabotage that? So of course I wasn't thinking I was sabotaging it. Right. But that was that unconscious pattern that I had my whole life. And so And I thought that I was successful, right? I would have been like, yeah, I'm doing great. This was totally my choice. I really didn't want to keep doing that, but that wasn't true, right? That was surface level. And that was me having a lack of awareness around what was happening inside. So that's, I mean, like we could go on and on about that, but that's a huge, just like theme of my life previously. Right. And I see that time and time again with, you know, other women that I interact with. It's that fear of success. You know, we like to use the fear of failure, but when you start to really analyze it, I don't really think it's the fear of failure that holds us back as often as it is exactly what you described. Yeah. Because I've been there too. And it's just a weird thing to wrap your mind around at first until you develop that awareness of it and realize, oh my gosh, yeah, you're right. I am starting to sabotage myself because I am afraid of success. Yes. Because what do you do with that success? Right. right? And so it's so hard to plan for it because you don't even know what it's like. You don't know what it's going to feel like. You don't know where you're going to be at. And so then it becomes, well, my priority is my children, right? Because that's where we lie. That's why we do all the things. If I can talk in more of a, you know, generalized fashion with that as a mother, our kids are always first. And so then what happens in our brain is, but if I'm successful over here, that becomes first. And so it's hard for us to rationalize that that's not the case, right? We're doing the thing over here to highlight the thing that's important to us. And we can have both and we can do both and we can do all those things. And as women, we're actually more equipped for it because we can do so many different things and we can do them very, very, very well. 
And so when we set into that belief and we know we don't have to choose a successful personal and family life over a successful professional life, we can thrive in all areas. And we live in a society now in a time now where it can be pretty dang flexible, right? And you can have that success so you can have your cake and eat it too now, right? And so I think that's a huge thing for us to wrap our minds around and understand when it is a driving factor. Yes, yes. And I love how you said we don't have to choose. I am a firm believer in that moms make some of the best business owners because of the skill set we innately possess. And no, we do not have to choose between one or the other. It can be an and. I can be a mom and a business owner. I can be running a business and homeschool my kids. I can be doing X, Y, and Z and the other thing. I mean, we can do it and we do it well. And I think sometimes the feeling of guilt can set in though when we're doing this. How do you navigate those feelings of, of mom guilt that we all have dealt with at one point or another? Yeah. So the mom guilt used to be really bad for me, especially when I transitioned from being full-time homeschool mom to like full-time, like working mom and I'm at home. Right. However, what I started to realize is that what I, what my values were with my children was to show them a level of balance, to show them independence on their part, right? That they can do things. They don't have to constantly come to me. So decision-making was a huge value of mine. And when you remove myself from that equation, they're able to make those decisions on their own because there's only, I work for an hour at a time, right? So they have to make certain decisions. And so when I started to think about these values and I thought about what I was giving up and what I was gaining, but also what they were gaining, right? And how could they gain and how would this benefit them in their long run? So for me, I thought this is beautiful, right? This is teaching them more life skills than if I was just there doing things for them. So I think for a lot of people to recognize, to lean into the values that you have and what is it that you're wanting to do? And then that can eliminate that guilt, right? Because you're like, I'm doing this. I'm role modeling success. I'm role modeling my presence. And another thing was, is that when I was with them, I was still thinking about my business, which is when I got guilty. And so I really set firm boundaries that when I was done, I was done. And then if I needed to work outside of that, I was very clear with them. And I would say, I need to get this done. And after this, I'm all yours, right? Now we have that attention. Now we go here. Now we do this. So the more boundaries you put up and the more you're in alignment with your values and that guilt's not creeping up because you're just doing life, right? And you're just thriving and you're just joyous. Oh, amazing advice because yes, role modeling is one of the biggest gifts we can give to our children, just teaching them, okay, we're not just talking about success. We're showing them how to make those decisions, become independent. We are empowering them with life skills because you're modeling that behavior. It's one thing to say it. It's another thing to do it. And what a gift. And I do appreciate that you touched upon boundaries too, because that's hard. Yeah, That is hard for a lot of us. And something that I still have to work on, I still will catch myself every now and then, but 
now that we're all on the same page, I'm like, okay, you guys, if you see me working outside the four walls of my office, you have permission to call me out on it. You know, we are a Mm -hmm. team. And when you get your kids involved, make them part of the team, it does alleviate a lot of the guilt that we feel because then you know that when you're with your kids, you are able to be fully present. Yes. Most of the time, the work we're doing 99.9% of the time, it's not life and death. So it's right. so important mm-hmm. that we we create those boundaries so that we can truly live a more purposeful and present life. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so good. Kayla, this was phenomenal. What a breath of fresh air you provided for all of our listeners today. How can we get into your world and learn more about you? Oh, yes. So you can find me on Instagram. That's where I hang out the most. So it's just Kayla Birch, simply my name, Kayla Birch. Um, my website is kaylabirchcoaching.com. So you can always look at the different things that I have going on there. And I do have a membership that I would love for all of you to check out where um, I jump into your brain for five minutes every day. You can catch it or not, but really showing these momentum, these motivations on a daily basis to keep you on track, as well as a lot of networking and collaboration throughout the month um, with other like-minded mamas and entrepreneurs out there. So there's a lot of benefit for that membership. So I'd love for you guys to check that out. Oh, so good. Make sure to get into her world because she is just such a wealth of information and proof that it's possible that you can have both. You can do it. And mindset is one of the most foundational steps to skyrocket you to success. Thank you again, Kayla. I do appreciate you. Thank you for having me, Amy. And until next time, mamas, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 